0: Welcome to Episode 7 of the Be Heard Podcast, powered by ATN Event Staffing. On today's episode, we speak with Ashley Gullickson, and she tells her story of COVID-19 job search success. That's right. She's done it. You can do it, too. Let's get ready to chat with her here on this episode, Episode 7 of the Be Heard Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Ashley, how are you? Hey
1: Blake. I'm good. How are you?
0: I would say I couldn't be better. I could I could <laughs> definitely be better, but I'm I'm doing okay. And uh you're yeah. like it or not, you're episode seven guest on the Be Heard Podcast right now. So I mean pretty Exciting. pretty big life achievement there. So uh things are things are looking up. And um I think the the, the reason I approached you on LinkedIn was because you, you landed a, there's, there's COVID babies happening mm-hmm. and there's COVID dogs happening and there's COVID jobs happening. Thank goodness. Um, and, and you're yeah. one of those. Yeah. Um, so I reached out and I said, Hey, I just, I want to, I want to spread the positivity a little bit here. And I want to pick your brain and I'm sure there's listeners out there that want to hear some of that positivity and how you, you made it happen and and all that fun stuff. So, so here we are.
1: Great. Well, if I can help um, anyone, obviously it's uh, worth it. So, um, you know, I'm just any, like any other person, you know, um, with this unfortunate situation has happened and we have to make the best of it.
0: Yeah, you you have to, it might not always be pretty or fun, um, but we will get through it. Um, whatever the situation is um well, let's start with a quick introduction give the i am an oversharer uh, i think there's that's just me um so i don't want to tell you what you have to share but like a- anything from um you know, where you're at where you're located you know, what you do hobby wise whatever want to get to know you just a little bit the quick quick version
1: yeah totally um so I well I I grew up in the Midwest. Um I'm from Wisconsin originally and have lived in San Francisco and New York. Um so kind of across the board. Um I started I started my career in advertising um in San Francisco. Um and there I kind of worked at smaller agencies um and realized I love working for creatively driven agencies and um, started working on the creative side at first and then made a switch to the account side, which is essentially um, a little bit more of the liaison. If, if people don't know in advertising liaison between the client and the agency. So servicing uh, both sides and representing both sides and um and super exciting I had a lot of great opportunities I touched new business as well um, and moved to New York because I've always wanted to move to New York ever since I was a kid I had this dream of you know being successful businesswoman walking the streets and um, that's kind of where I saw myself going and so I was just really excited to be able to do that and um, my trajectory wasn't as I would say, how I thought it would plan out. Um, but that's the that's the thing about life, right? Things never turn out the way exactly as you think that they would. Um, but definitely learned and grew in each place that I was at. Um, I worked at a few different agencies in New York. I've been here for um, four years and going on four years already. And um And I love it. Um, I got to work on a lot of big brands in New York, like Dannon and Pepsi, and um, recently won some really great creative awards working on Christie's Auction House um, on Jeff Koons Rabbit, which is super exciting. And I think, you know, I've had the opportunity to expand my background is mostly integrated Um, So I get to have touched a lot of different types of advertising um, and then most recently have worked at a customer engagement agency, um, which is more CRM and loyalty focused and a lot more data science involvement, which was another interesting direction that I didn't expect that I would take. Um, But it was at a place that was um, incredibly small and passionate people and um, a really fun place to work. So, yeah, that's, does that, <laughs>
0: that's, yeah, a little no, that's bit great. Uh, any, uh, don't start talking about data science and all that stuff <laughs> because I, I'm about the opposite of uh, any of not. the <laughs> smart, smart um, people. Um, but, I, okay, so any hobbies? I want to get to know you personal, personal wise a little bit. Any hobbies?
1: Hobbies. New COVID
0: hobbies, old hobbies?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, You know, I feel like there is a major pressure to like, learn new hobbies during this COVID situation. And, um, I have an every intention to read more books and go back to the keyboard that I started learning. And of course, you know, stress and other things kind of, you want to escape and sometimes you don't always get to do the things that you think you should be doing or want to do. And, um, you know, life can in the way, but, um, but yeah, I mean, continuing to do those things um, before COVID, I was, um, I'm really into acting and film and television and movies and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I, I dabbled in acting and I loved it and I still love it. Um, I found that it's hard to, to do that for fun. Um <laughs> um but uh but there are some people in New York and some groups that I had um discovered through meetup and um had some really great experiences through doing that um
0: but yeah well, you could just start a tiktok account I, everyone's a, a, a tiktoker mm-hmm. these days and and find their own little uh those are kind of actors sort of kind of <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, you could do that. And I'm still uh, getting on the TikTok bandwagon. I'm still figuring it out.
0: <laughs> I'll connect you with my 10 year old niece. She'll tell you all, all all about it. I have I have very little clue on how to do those dances, though Though I have tried. Um, so hopefully no one listening tries to find my TikTok and uh, my silly dances. But um, let, let's talk about what happened. And then maybe um, were you employed when all this happened yeah um were you were you laid off and then kind of the take us through kind of what happened and then what happened shortly thereafter kind of how did you attack this thing
1: yeah um yeah i was employed um at a as i said at a customer engagement agency and they're a pretty small agency just had been in the states for not quite three years and um, it's a competitive market especially if you're small and not known Um, and you know there was always a struggle in a sense Um, and the company you know with with COVID and even just before COVID I feel especially in the CRM loyalty world um, a lot of brands you know aren't putting a lot of focus on using outside sources for those types of initiatives. So uh, we were seeing a lot of business kind of um, not deteriorating but definitely uh, not putting as much effort into. And we were losing some clients and we were some of the existing business that we had um, due to COVID they were reducing their budgets and therefore the scopes and and all of that so the agency was um you know not doing great um and i knew for a while um and therefore i was in a position of account director and i moved into a new new business role Mm -hmm. for the fact that you know we needed to drum up some more business so What I was told when I was let go, which by the way, was the first time I've ever been let go for a job. Um, When I was let go, it was told to me that because I was in this role as a new business, my hours were not utilized as much by paying clients. So my utilization was under 50%, which meant that I was deemed a redundancy to the company. So, <laughs> when you hear those words, it's like, wow, okay. Um, yeah, tough to hear. But um, as I said, in my mind, I kind of thought, you know, I hadn't been challenged there for a while. And Maybe. I really wanted to explore other opportunities, should there be one. And I think this was the push for me to do something that I didn't ever consider doing before. And I knew that going into this.
0: Yeah, I, I've said it uh, several times uh, during this, through conversations with folks that were either lay off or furloughed or still employed that I feel like there's this this section of folks that are going to look back on this. And who knows if it's, you know, five months or 10 mm-hmm. months or a couple of years um, and go, hey, you know what, that that was actually a good thing. It's um, yeah. not a good thing. No one's going to wish this happened. <laughs> but um, I think there's going to be some positive to come out of it and whether someone wasn't quite happy in their role or fulfilled or, I mean, I got to tell you for me, my, I take a lot of pride in my my work and I get up every morning excited for it and happy, but it hasn't always been that way. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that when things aren't going great at work, my wife, my family, I mean, they, they can tell, like they can feel it. They, they know that I get a little bit, short and snippy and and all that so i mean hopefully folks that maybe like you um are looking back on this down the road and go hey you know what that was really the push i needed to you know i was in a role for mm-hmm. 10 years and I, it really wasn't you know something that i was super passionate about It's because loving your job i mean liking your job yeah no want to love it but liking your job and, and being fulfilled in that way really is a big difference maker it's kind of like having a being in a relationship i I've toyed around with making a post on LinkedIn. What, what, <laughs> what would you rather have? Would you rather have a bad work arrangement or you rather have a bad relationship? You got to pick one. And I've never made that post, but may- maybe I will. Who knows? I-, I don't know which one would be worse. Um, <laughs> or maybe they're equal. I don't know. But yeah. um, so, you- so you were laid off for the first time yeah. uh, in-, in history. Yeah. And I, I wonder what the data would say. You're Miss data here. I um, wonder what the <laughs> data would say as far as, um, folks that have been laid off, and that would be the first time. I, I'm guessing yeah. that a, a more more than not, it was their first time. Yeah. So uh, they say first time for everything. Unfortunately, uh, that might be the case in this. But, okay, so you've since landed. Uh, you landed. Tell us about the process leading up to, the you know, the excitement of getting the offer, yeah. whatever you think, you know, giving people out there the – like hey, here's what happened. Here's someone that landed and did it, like give us kind of what happened
1: yeah i um, you know, I'm a pretty um uh persistent and organized person, and I had had a job in the past that i I was not happy at and um had been searching and building up a network for a while um and I would say, you know, I went back to that spreadsheet first thing reached out to existing contacts um, that I had Mm -hmm. and, you know, just followed up via email um, and then reached out to agencies that I liked and knew about and also um, on the brand side. So I just started creating lists. You know, I added myself to um, different um, unemployment lists through COVID. Um, I had a lot of online community help. Um, I just posted on LinkedIn and friends of friends, you know, they were really gracious and um, shared my information to the companies they were at or people they know who were in advertising, you know, it was very, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of just support. And I also did a general assembly um, free workshop, which, you know, I wouldn't normally do. And, It was on self-branding, and I just wanted to make sure that, hey, maybe I'll learn something from this about myself and maybe how to better position myself in the market, because I know it's competitive right now. Um, Right. So I did that. And, you know, honestly, like just constant outreach Um, every day, Monday through Friday, I would just, you know, like nine to five, I would sit at my desk and just do job outreach as much as I could. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's tedious and, you know, time consuming, but, and, and, and it takes a lot of energy and, um, but I think it's worth it because you just have to keep busy and keep moving. Um, I think I was talking to someone almost every single day, just networking, you know, um, you never really know the value of networking until you really need something. And I think just getting yourself out there and talking to people was really helpful, um I also did a lot of self reflection and reevaluation. You know, I I made a list. I kind of was like, you know, I want the next position that I go into to feel meaningful to me in some way. Like I don't I don't want to be in a job that I hate and just because I'm without a job now. I think this is the perfect opportunity to really go back to my personal interests and list those out even from childhood, like, what are the things that I used to love or want to do? And I just listed them out. And then I overlapped them with my existing skills and experience. So, you know, I listed out like, acting, um, interior design, you know, just like all the things that I once was interested in. And Hmm. what I found was, okay, well, I have all of these things in mind. And what can I do to sort of Like, how can I tap into any any of those um, interests through my existing skills? So one of the things that I had listed was therapy. So I've always, you know, thought, oh, I would be a good, you know, family therapist because I'm really empathetic. I know that about myself. My personal trait is um, I have a lot of empathy and I feel like that's how I connect with my clients and how I connect with my colleagues. And, you know, I want to do something meaningful in that way. I wasn't sure what it was, but I was like, well, maybe that could be something. But I did know that I would do something I might not consider before. So I had set up several interviews. You know, I never considered um, pharma before, Um, usually in advertising. I hate to say, but it has a negative reputation from the creative side, typically. Um, you know, that you, it's just a different, a different animal. And once you go in it, you know, you can never get out there. There's a lot of, a lot of like stigma around it. Um, and so I just never thought that I would pursue that. Um, but I kept an open mind and, um, I actually got an interview at a healthcare creatively driven agency in the city um, through my boyfriend's connection. Um, And he saw my post about needing a job. He pushed my resume through, I didn't even know it. (laughs) And they contacted me about setting up um, an interview, an initial interview um, with their internal recruiter. And then, you know, she was very like, a well-oiled machine, I felt that they were like, well, we'll go back and we'll look and see what openings there are. We do have, you know, pharma brands that are not so technical and science-driven that is a good transition from consumer to pharma. And so I'm like, okay, I'm keeping an open mind. I met with people. They were really friendly and super kind and smart, and I liked everything I heard. I interviewed for a role on um, uh, something with Parkinson's, and it turned out that that role then went away, (laughs) and then I was like, oh, great, and then they said, well, you know, we like you so much. We want to see about having you interview with another team within the agency, and I said, okay, great. What is it? And so they told me that the brands were related to opioid use disorder and schizophrenia. Um, so the, the, the strange thing, when, when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is really strange because, um, and I'm going to get personal now. Um, so my family, I, this touches really close to home for me. Um, I had a brother who passed away from opioid abuse. Um, He OD'd. And I also have a grandmother and an uncle who both have schizophrenia. And I was like, that is so crazy that they would serve that up to me. (laughs) Mental health is such a big issue. And I feel really strongly. And I knew that, you know, mental health connects to therapy. And, you know, I... I knew that I've always wanted to do something to give back in that area, especially with the opioid use um, disorder and, you know, the epidemic that's happening in our country. And um, so that that seemed like, okay, this this could really be something that I could do and I would really like. And I went for a walk in Central Park and um, I saw a red cardinal and it was sitting there staring at me for a good minute and then came closer to me and then flew around me and then came back in front of me again I'm a kind of person that believes in signs and when I saw that I thought okay cardinals are supposed to bring good luck who knows if it's the spirit of my brother in that bird or not I don't know but shortly thereafter like five minutes later I got an email from the agency saying that they were giving me a verbal offer
0: and <laughs> of course you did of, cor- of course you did why why wouldn't why wouldn't you I mean you, you slammed it, up the interview to me, um, yeah cool I story. mean it
1: was it was one of those things where I'm like okay it it just kind of all aligned and it felt serendipitous in a way like it doesn't it doesn't um you know it doesn't mean that I wasn't little bit scared this is something new i don't know this world you know it's it's a it's going to be a new challenge it's going to be a learning curve but um i was excited for it and really grateful to be able to just have a job because i know a lot of my agency friends are either taking pay cuts or getting let go so you know it's um it just happened to work out but i think in a way, you know, keeping that open mind, you know, being persistent, making connections, all, all of those things to me were, were how, were how it happened, you know?
0: Yeah. And I don't know if it's chilly in my office or I actually got goosebumps (laughs) from the story that you told probably a little bit of both, but I mean, that's pretty, um, my wife believes in a lot of that, that, you know, signs and, um, you know, those things. And I'm typically the one that's like, yeah, okay. Mm. Um But maybe, maybe there, there could be something to it. You never, never know. I I think it's any more these days, you can't throw, throw anything out. You kind of got to investigate everything. Yeah. And, yeah. um and you you did that. I mean, it starts with um exactly. putting yourself out there, right. Being, being your own and you had some sales experience and saw on your LinkedIn you're VP of business development and um and that's and that's a tough gig but you I think you really did the right thing in saying like okay this this is my job and you know what it's going to be really difficult um but not just blasting away resumes for for jobs it's not not a lot of jobs yes. being posted right now um and those that are you know, don't know if they're actually hiring for them still, or they're just mm-hmm. on, a, on a repeat, you know, posting or, or what. So really, I mean, what's your Shams. boyfriend's
1: name? Um How Shams. do you say it? C-H-A-M-S.
0: Shams. So, <laughs> hey, bravo to Shams um, for one, not asking for your permission. Uh, and two, Sending your information out, yeah. to folks, because it's it it's it's your circle, it's it's your network, it's your network's network. I mean, it's just like right now, more than ever, I'm trying to tell people yes. ask for help. Like it's okay to be vulnerable yeah. and ask for help. Like no one asked, no one that's, uh, maybe there's some few out there. Um, so so sorry to <laughs> those people that were underperforming at their jobs. Maybe they weren't. Maybe their heart wasn't in it. But most everyone, I mean, I'm hearing from folks that had to make some tough decisions. Like they never would have laid off Mm -hmm. some of these people. Like they are all-star performers, like the best of the best. Like they hope they can get them back like tomorrow. Um, So there's no stigma. Don't be, I'm telling people, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, post on LinkedIn. Like here's my resume for all to see um if people have feedback on it if you know you know anyone that knows someone that knows someone whatever like get yourself out there be vulnerable and um i mean you're your best marketing person right now and then you know just trying to market yeah. yourself can be a tough and scary thing but i mean we have all these exactly. tools at our disposal so with with linkedin and and groups on facebook and everywhere else um so that's i mean it's a cool story to to tell for sure um I would ask looking back, is there anything, and maybe the answer is no, but looking back, was there anything that you did during your job search that you were like, well, maybe that may, maybe I shouldn't have watched the, you know, all three seasons of Narcos or whatever. I mean, that, that's what I'm doing. Um, in, in my alone time, my wife doesn't watch it and she just made me trim my Narcos mustache that I had going on because she said it was scaring people. But, um, you know, was there anything that you did that you were like, well, that didn't really add a whole lot of value to looking back on it, or were you like pretty dialed mm-hmm. in with your data and spreadsheets and all your awesome stuff that you did I
1: mean, I obviously i had I took a couple days, you know, in the beginning where i was I had like one down day where I was feeling upset about losing a job and you know, and mm-hmm you know, there were some days where I was like, okay, I did enough, and I'm gonna watch Netflix all day. (laughs) Um, But for the most part, I mean, you know, I think applying to jobs, job postings cold, I I applied to so Mm -hmm. many jobs, I wasn't even tracking, Um, just any job that I felt I might be qualified for, you know, I could do. Um, And I think, you know, going for the path of least resistance is the better first choice to do. I personally think, you know, if you know you're going to get jobs more likely in advertising, then go for those. I also applied for brand roles on the client side, but I didn't hear back from anyone really on the on the brand side. Um, and mostly, you know, probably because I was applying to cold postings with or without cover letters. Who knows how much those are read or looked at? Um, I will say though that building networking, you know, reaching out to people directly who might be your boss or who are in HR or recruiting, sending them a personal direct note on LinkedIn is really helpful. And I and I did get people responding to me because I think you know people are are more receptive right now because of what's happening. So I think it's, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. if you can reach yep. out directly, it's good. Um, for me, unfortunately, outside recruiters were not the best option because it is a slower process. and I know that because so many people are looking for jobs, you know, there are less openings available. Companies don't necessarily need, you know people are coming directly to them already. Um, so a lot of times when I was talking to recruiters and I talked to a lot also, you know, they would say, oh, um, I heard about this job. Um, are you interested? And I was like, yeah, I already interviewed for them like three days ago, you know, <laughs> so um, <laughs> it was just kind of a little bit slow on the uptake. So I think, you know, also, I wouldn't necessarily take everyone's resume advice, um, you know, put on your resume things that you want to do and put your best foot forward. What are your best personal qualities that make you better at your job than other people? But in terms of like formatting or, you know, those small nitpicky things, um, restructuring of information, what have you just download a template and go from there. You know, I don't, I don't think, you know, taking random people's advice because one person is going to think something is good and another person isn't it's just a matter of um, opinion so I did waste a little bit of time redoing my resume a couple times but you know I think (laughs) um, those are the things that I probably wouldn't focus on I wouldn't focus on you know like going after jobs that might be already a hurdle do those last Um, and I would you know go directly to the source if you can And, you know, go with your own instincts on your resume.
0: Uh, Great, great advice. I'm glad that you said the part about folks, um, whatever the role they might be in, being more receptive to writing back. Even if you get someone writing back that says, like, sorry, this isn't my, this isn't Mm -hmm. what I I handle. Um, It's more likely than ever in the past because people do have more time right now or they're feeling like, gosh, now's my time to be a human and actually, you know, respond. I know I'm still busy, but it actually seems nice. Let's, I'm, I'll just, I'll throw her a bone, maybe, you know, I'll tell her to reach out to exactly. Susan in, in HR. Um, so you're not going to get that help if you don't ask the question. And it's all about the delivery and, and being okay with being rejected. I mean, you're not, yeah, you uh, someone ignoring you yeah. is, just yeah i mean it's hard to tell someone like just grows grows thick skin and and don't care as much about getting a non response or getting a a a one response or i mean getting a tell me if i'm wrong but getting a thumbs up emoji back to right. a question or like get you know sending a linkedin message i mean you might as well just send the middle <laughs> finger back to be quite honest if you're going to send the, the thumbs up emoji but I mean, you just got to take those and then move on and, and get to the next exactly. one and it's tough. Um, but if, okay. So if people ha- are having a hard time out there, um, if people, you know, want to hear more about you, cause I, I could sit and, and we could talk all day about ha- mm-hmm. how did it happen and, you know, all the things you did and didn't do and found value in and maybe didn't so much. Um, at the end of the day, you found a new job. You're, Pa- very passionate about it. It really hits home with you. And I think it was fate that kind of part fate, part hard work, part something else, um hmm. that made that happen. So nice job to you. If people are out there and they're they're listening and they want to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you It's LinkedIn the best. Yeah, way for still? sure.
1: You can reach me on LinkedIn, um, you know, just Ashley Gullikson um search for me there um also ashley.gullickson at gmail is my email so if anyone wants to um chat inquiry questions if i can help in any way i'm happy to pass any information i can um you know we got to help each other out in these times and you know pull each other up when we're down and we'll get through it no matter what you know it's just a matter of time and all of this will pass um so yeah stay positive
0: no that's yeah that's it's it's easier said than than done to stay positive uh, (laughs) myself included um but no i think that just hearing a story of like hey yeah so there was someone um and there's there's others out there that have found themselves in this situation and um You know, a lot of hard work and, you know, some good things can happen, but it's not going to just land in your lap, unfortunately, Um, and you're proof of that. So I appreciate you sharing the story on episode seven of the Be Heard podcast. Any parting, uh, parting anything?
1: Um, You know, just uh, keep going, you know, Um, because there's going to be times where you feel like scared i mean any 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 time that you don't have a job i I'm, i would imagine is you know it's terrifying in a sense because you don't know when your next paycheck is coming and you know especially in our country <laughs> the way the healthcare system and everything runs um we have to be proactive and i think more now than ever you have to be your own advocate um and take it as an opportunity to um, you know, reevaluate what you really want and you know, just go for it.
0: Yeah, go for it. I love it. Ashley, thanks so much for being on. Appreciate it. Take thanks. care, Keep you it too. Touch you. Thank you so much. All take right. care. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, job search success with Ashley Gullickson, very special guest, and thank you to her. Thank you to you for tuning in. If you want to shoot me a line, make a suggestion, throw yourself in the ring to be a guest on a future episode, shoot me an email, beherder at atneventstaffing.com. Stay healthy, stay sane, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Be Podcast.